Well, good morning, Arcade Church. I trust that you are well. And uh, obviously, I have to say to all you uh, fathers out there, a very happy Father's Day. I trust that you will get spoiled rotten. Because like mothers being spoiled rotten, so fathers need to be spoiled rotten from time to time as well. I've been asked to speak on the second chapter of the book of Exodus, and it really zooms in on the character of Moses, who is a, a towering figure in the Old Testament. And if I was to give my talk a little title, I think I would call it Moses, a man of destiny. And as Moses was a man of destiny, so, so all of us, regardless of who we are, regardless of our background, we, we are people, we are children of destiny. Now, Moses lived to the grand old age of 120. You can read about that in Deuteronomy chapter 34. That's a pretty good innings, isn't it? And the interesting thing about the death of Moses is, is that it says that God buried Moses. It was quite a unique funeral service because God was literally the undertaker in the uh, situation with Moses when he passed away. Now, when you look at the life of, of Moses, you'll discover that his life uh, is divided into three 40-year segments, which is very handy, three 40-year segments. In the um, 19th century, there was there was a well-known evangelist by the name of D.L. Moody. He was uh, a fantastic servant of God. And he said this about Moses. Moses spent his first 40 years thinking he was somebody because he was influenced by the palace. And then he spent the second 40 years learning he was a, a nobody in the backside of a, a desert. And then he spent his third 40 years discovering what God can do with a nobody. Now, I, I like that. Uh, you know, it doesn't matter about our background. It, it doesn't really matter if we were born in poverty or we were born in a, in a, in a palace. R regardless of our, our background, our upbringing, what has and what has not happened to us, God can pick us up, take us and use us. I, I love the story of Amos. Uh, Amos, the prophet, he said, I, I wasn't a prophet. I wasn't a prophet's son, but yet God took me uh, and, and he, he used me for his glory. And guess what? God can do the same for all of us. Now, the first two 40-year sections of the life of Moses is recorded for us here in Exodus chapter 2. You might want to have your Bible uh, open. So the first two 40-year sections are here crammed into Exodus chapter 2. So we're going to be covering a lot of ground in just a, in just a few minutes. And there's just a few things I want to highlight about this child of destiny from this passage of scripture here. First of all, I want us to, I want us to see the, up, the upbringing he had, the upbringing that he had. 
Well, he was he was influenced by his parents. There's no doubt about uh, that. In fact, it, it would be really helpful if you if you read at some point Hebrews chapter eleven because it refers to the parents of of Moses. I I know what is highlighted here is more the mother of uh, Moses, but read Hebrews chapter eleven. I think that's uh, crucial in our understanding of Exodus chapter. Two, but we'll come to that in in a moment. But he was he was influenced by his parents, wasn't he? In the providence of God, the 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 mother of Moses got her son back. You remember she placed him in an ark and she placed him in in the Nile. And I I I think there's irony here that Moses really should have been placed into the Nile to die, but yet in the providence of God. He was taken from the, the Nile to live. And here's something else that, that is really ironic as well. Moses got back into the arms of his real mother. And Pharaoh's daughter paid him or paid her to look after her, her soon-to-be-adopted child. Now, isn't that, isn't that interesting? And... Scholars, Bible scholars differ, but they say that maybe at, maybe at the age of 12 or so, um, Moses' mother would have handed uh, her son over to Pharaoh's daughter. We can't be certain about that. But we, what we can be certain about is that during that time, her, his mother and his parents put something of God into his life. Hey, here we are. Father's Day, and fathers, you have a role to play in molding the life of your child as well as mothers, and we only get one crack at it with each child, and we, we, need, to, we need to put something of God into the lives of our children. And, and they, they, they knew that God's hand was upon Moses, and they looked upon him, and it was a beautiful child, and every parent thinks that about their children, don't they? But there was something more. They, they really felt that the hand of God was upon the life of Moses. And so they hid him by faith. And they, they must have had some revelation from God that this, this little child is going to be significant in the deliverance of the Israelites in, in the years to come. And so they, they instilled something of God. They would have reminded Moses as he was growing up that God had promised that he was going to take uh, Israel out of Egypt and take him back to the land of, of Canaan. They must have instilled greatness into the life of, of Moses. Um, they would have told him of God's promises. Hey, hey, it's so important as parents, fathers, mothers, that we, we put something of God, that we tell our children that they're children of destiny, that God's hand is upon them. God has a plan for their lives. Susanna Wesley, who was the mother of John and Charles Wesley, uh, she had 19 children. But if you read the annals of, of Wesley's, the Wesley brothers, they talk about how the influence and the impact of their mother had a significant uh, transformation in, in their lives. And so the upbringing he had, he was, he was influenced by his parents. But on the other side of the, the coin, he was, he was educated by the Egyptians. When eventually he did get into the palace, and once again, read Acts chapter 7, um, verses 20 to 23, 
and it will help us to understand Exodus chapter 2 a little bit more. But, but Moses became an, an expert in, in science, in history, in language. He, he would have had a PhD in hieroglyphics, there's no doubt about that. Uh, he knew everything about the Egyptian way of life, and, and he probably went on military campaigns as well. And this guy, he some people believe he was destined for the throne. Possibly he could have been the next pharaoh, because he was the daughter of pharaoh's uh, uh, daughter. And so, wow, the sky was the limit. And all those years when he was in the court of the palace, he must have remembered his parents' words. Remember, Moses, you're a child of destiny. So the upbringing that he had, we, we read about that in, in verses 1 to 11. We haven't got time to go into this in any kind of great detail, but it is a a significant passage. Now, the second thing I want to talk about is I want to look at the, the choice he made. Notice what it says in verse 11. One day after Moses had grown up, he went out to where his own people were and watched them at their hard labor. He saw an Egyptian beating a Hebrew one of his own people, glancing this way and seeing no one, he killed the Egyptian and, and hid him in the sand. He, he, he made a choice at this time of his life. Now, I want to read to you, and this is, a, this is a, an important passage of Scripture uh, for us to understand what happened here. <clears throat> it was at this time when, uh, that we just read there in verse 11, that two significant things took place in his life. First of all, he made a choice. Hebrews chapter 11 and verse 24 says this, By faith Moses, when he had grown up, refused to be known as the son of Pharaoh's daughter. He chose to be mistreated along with the people of God rather than to enjoy the pleasures of of sin for a short time. He regarded disgrace for the sake of Christ as of greater value than the treasures of Egypt because he was looking ahead to his reward. Notice that. By faith he left Egypt, not fearing the king's anger. He persevered because he saw him who is invisible. Moses turned his back upon his life in the palace. He turned his back upon the things that some people spend their lives pursuing. Pleasure, prestige, possessions. Moses had it all. There was no pleasure he could not indulge in. He turned his back on prestige. He refused to be known as Pharaoh's daughter at this particular time in his life. He turned his back on, on pleasure, on prosperity. Well, what motivated him to do this? What motivated him to, to make this choice that he did? Well, Hebrews eleven twenty six provides the answer. Moses saw the invisible. 
He saw his eternal reward. He saw that there was more to this life than just pursuing the pleasures of this life. He saw that there was another life. He lived, dare I say it, he lived in the light of eternity. And what empowered Moses to write, make the right choices was that it may have cost him in, in the short term, but it paid off in the long term because he was thinking of eternity. Uh, Jesus said something similar, maybe in a slightly different way. He says, don't, don't build up, don't gather treasures on, on earth where moth and rust and where thieves can break in and steal, but build up and store up for yourself treasures in heaven. In other words, think of eternity. Moses thought of eternity and that helped him to make the right decisions. I like the story about a, um, a, a pastor in a church. He went to visit a, an elderly man and uh, he said, you know what? You should be thinking about the hereafter. The pastor said this to this elderly man. You should be thinking about the hereafter. To which the man said, he says, I do think about the hereafter. He says, wherever I go in my house, if it's in the lounge or if it's in the kitchen or if it's in the garage, I'm always thinking, what am I hereafter? I hope you, I hope you appreciate my silly and stupid humor. I, I saw a brilliant illustration on, on, on one occasion. Um, and, and the uh, preacher used the illustration of a rope. It's a, a very, very long, long rope. And, and the rope represents our timeline, as it were. And the first few inches of, of the rope uh, was painted red, okay? And, and that little bit that was painted in red represents our, our life here on earth. But the rope goes on endlessly. And what he said was, why do we focus so much on that little bit there? We are eternal beings. The big picture should change how we live now. Moses, he lived in the light of eternity. Wow. And he made the right choice. He was a child of destiny. Hey, but no, at this time, not only did he make a, uh, a choice, but he also made a mistake as well. And we read about it in verses 11 to 13. Uh, believing that God uh, would, um, would deliver Israel, Moses acted in the energy of the flesh. That's the only way I can describe this story. And guess what? Even a child of destiny can, can get it wrong. And I'm sure I'm speaking to people, and I include myself, who from time to time have just gotten it wrong. He, he may have thought that by rejecting his lifestyle that the Jewish people would have realized that, hey, your deliverer is here, but they didn't. And Moses got to hear, or rather Pharaoh got to hear about what Moses had done. And before we, you know what's happening, Moses is fleeing for his life. I don't, I don't think Moses was ready for the task at this particular time. 
he got he got the timing wrong and also uh he got the way in which god intended to deliver israel wrong as well he did as it were he jumped the gun he preempted god and pharaoh got to hear about it and whoo, like a like a flash moses left i'm almost finished child of De destiny the upbringing that he had wow his parents would have instilled greatness into him the the choice he made was the right one because he was a child but let, let's let's look at the, the the place that he resided and from verses 15 to the end of the chapter we see that moses finds himself in the land of midian wow while he, he was in midian moses found a well he found a wife and there's nothing wrong with that because the bible says whoever gets a wife finds a good thing and he also got a job he became a shepherd by all accounts from what i can gather midian was quite a bleak and desolate place it really was a a, a desert now can you believe it here here is a man with with advanced knowledge in hieroglyphics science he's probably in all probability he he led he led military tactics and campaigns here he is living in the backside of a desert living with his father-in-law raising children looking after sheep and there must have been times we must not read in the scripture things that are not there but Moses must have thought, wow, I've really thwarted the plan of God for my life. I have messed up big time. He must have felt at times as if he had thwarted the plan of God for his life. There, is, um, there was a man by the name of um, Hezekiah Butterworth, who, who wrote a proverb many years ago, and it went something like this. The bird with the broken pinion never soars as high again. In other words, what he was trying to say is, once you fail, you can never soar as high again. Your days of soaring are over. You, you know what? There's only one thing wrong with that proverb, and it is this. It's, it's wrong. It's not right. Because... Moses went on. He failed, yeah, but God took him up and used him again for his glory. Somebody once said, failure is not falling down, it's staying down. Moses was down, but he didn't stay down because when we come to Exodus chapter 3, God says, hey, Moses, I'm going to use you. And Moses must have been taken back a little bit by that. Uh, even even during those years in the desert, I believe that God was preparing Moses. Moses is one of the great towering figures of the Old Testament. Let's, let's make the choice that he made. Let's see the bigger picture. There's more to live for than just this world. He had his ups and downs as we do, because as Moses, we are children of destiny. We've got our ups and downs. But 
uh, let's not lose sight of the fact that we are we are children of destiny. Uh, the Lord bless you. Thank you for listening. Have a great day, and you fathers, in, in, enjoy yourself today. Amen. God bless you.